Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fresh Brains Podcast. With you, as always, I'm your host, Scott. And I'm Brian. And, uh, yeah, let's see. Um, we were just discussing right before we turned the mics on about what movie we should watch. Uh, originally, we had kind of based this on, again, going on the premise that you have no idea what we're going to watch each week. Mm-hmm. Um I texted you this morning and just kind of said, what kind of mood are you in or movie mood are you in the in right now? And you described it to me as kind of you, you were in the mood for a monster movie. Mm -hmm. You were also in the mood for maybe a horror comedy. Mm -hmm. And just so happens that on my um, list of movies that I was going to do for the show, I have the one perfect film for this. So cool. Perfect timing. We can we can pull this out. Um, this is a movie from 1986. Uh, a intentional B movie. Uh, have you heard of Night of the Creeps? I think so. Yes. Okay. So this was directed by Fred Decker, um, and when he made this movie his whole premise, like his whole agenda was to make a B movie. So this isn't one of those that you and I have watched where, you know, they tried to make a really legitimate serious movie and just kind of missed the mark. This one, the entire purpose from day one was to have a tongue in cheek throwback movie to like the old fifties drive-in style films. Um, And it's so apparent. I, I I will challenge you as you're watching to try to pay attention to character names because I'd have to look up the trivia. I forget how many it is, but it's something like a dozen of the characters in this movie are named after famous horror directors. Um, really? Yes. So, you know, there's a, there, there's just all sorts of them in here, but, uh, I know that there's a Ramey, there's a, um, I'm pretty sure there's a Corman in here. There's a Cronenberg in here. There's, you know, lots of different, maybe even a carpenter if, if fits in, but, you know, just pay attention, listen to the names because yeah, there's, we'll see how many we can, we can catch, but yeah, there's tons and tons of characters that are named after famous horror directors. Cool. That's fine. Um, but yeah, it was it was never meant to be taken too seriously. It's it's very tongue in cheek and and humorous. Um, I think I also read that at one point he wanted the movie to be filmed in black and white so that it could be as you know kind of throwback as possible. They didn't go that route. It is still in color, but um, okay. Yeah, I, I think it's fun. I think it'll scratch the itch that you were going for. It's it's not like laugh out loud funny i would wouldn't say but um i'm I'm interested to see how this works on on this show because it's this is a hundred percent one of those kind of movies that you should get a bunch of friends together get some popcorn and just you know sit back and have fun with it like i don't i don't know that i've ever sat down and watched this on my own so cool yeah i so i think i should disclose that I think I saw the trailer for this at one point while trying to recall another movie that I had seen with you, which was Critters. 
But I accidentally typed in creeps, and I think I ended up watching this trailer. This is like with little slugs and stuff? Yeah, basically space slugs. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, that's not... I think, Scott, you're right. That does that does sound like the perfect horror movie, especially if it's <laughs> also funny. I think you had, you had asked me if I had seen Slither, which... Yeah is also funny and disgusting and creepy. I don't know if this is any of those things, but it sounds like it's funny and creepy. Yeah, and that's the movie that I go to when I when I think like oh, if I'm if I want a big monster movie and something that's more just kind of fun, you know, not kind of a serious monster movie, Slither's kind of the, yeah. the go-to. But um yeah, man, I'll watch that. I've watched that movie so many times and I still love it. It's so disgusting and hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, and the the one thing Slither does not have going for it that, you know, Night of the Creeps does is you get to enjoy an hour and a half of Tom Adkins. So you're welcome for that. Who's Tom Adkins? Oh, you might get some hate mail for that one. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm supposed to be fresh. I don't know. What he... <laughs> I'm still a little fresh, even though I guess we've gone through like, God, a lot of movies. We're not supposed to count, but. A lot of movies on this show. Uh, Tom Adkins is in everything. He's is? he's a national treasure. He's wonderful. Um, him and his mustache are, you know, <laughs> just amazing pieces of history. Uh, this is my history. my bloody Valentine, The Fog, um, Halloween Three. He was in. Oh God, now put on the spot i can't think of it but you, you can imdb it yourself but okay. um he's I've seen a bog actually yeah creep show that was a big one of his um okay escape from new york um cool. yeah it's tom atkins it's I don't, there's nothing else i can say it's fucking tom atkins <laughs> legal All lethal right. weapon you've seen lethal weapon i'm sure yeah, actually, I don't know if I have. Oh, Jesus Christ, Brian. <laughs> yeah, we could do another show where we just watch action movies that I haven't seen. <laughs> All right. Well, I would say uh, I'm not going to let you go any longer not knowing who Tom Atkins is. So um, <laughs> we're going to take a pause right here and we'll be back in just a minute with our fresh thoughts on... Night of the Creeps. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Well, Brian, I feel like we have a trend of every time we watch a new movie, you tell me that that was like your favorite movie now. His... Is that pattern continuing? Thrill me. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, except for the Rob Zombie movie. <laughs> that would sucked. <laughs> but 
but so so you're saying this is now one of your favorite movies is that what i'm hearing yeah yeah this is good this is good this is i mean i, I like this more than i like the omen so all right well then here i'm gonna throw a little bit of a controversial statement slash challenge out there Uh-oh. um and say i don't know i wasn't very entertained this time around seriously so sell me on this tell me as a first time watch watching night of the creeps for the first time ever why was it good so sell me on this movie what what the hell is this um well it had a lot of different well one it was really funny and two it was really creepy so if you like monster movies then you know the monster in the movie is kind of creepy it's a slug oh yeah spoiler alert everybody so it's like a slug that goes in through your mouth and lays eggs in your brain and turns you into a zombie and makes you walk around to find other humans while it incubates and then your head pops open and more of the slugs come out so like that in and of itself is like could be a super creepy movie but then on top of that, it is like a horror comedy in that it takes place with like frat bros and sorority chicks. And it, the end, it sort of plays on the fact that frat bros are kind of already zombie-like and dumb. And the sorority chicks sort of likewise. And I don't know, hilarity ensues. I'm not very good at selling people on movies. <laughs> yeah i mean i think that like, like like first off let me say i do like this movie like i don't want to come across as somebody who didn't enjoy it um but i've had way more fun with it in the past and i think that part of it is really dependent on the crowd that you're with or um you know like one of those movies where depending on who you watch it with what your ma- mindset is like it's, it's gonna have different mileage and so I don't know if I just wasn't there you know, or in the right place like this time around because it was it was fine. Um, <clears throat> but like I wasn't like laughing and I wasn't, you know, terribly into it. And I think that I think one of the things that I would use as I guess a criticism was that it it does a lot of different things, but it didn't quite do any of them far enough i guess like Hmm. the the comedy was there i mean they were making efforts at comedy but like i said none of it was on point enough to make me really laugh um and there then like yeah you mentioned creepiness and it's like okay yeah i guess slugs are kind of creepy but it wasn't really that creepy like i mean there's so much better out there like i think you it could have could have gone more and the, and the gore is good but not over the top and it even like starts to tread into some territory of just being like the over the top ridiculousness like when he pulls out the lawnmower at the end and it's like okay we're almost going into like peter jackson type territory but he didn't fully commit to that either like there was a scene of the lawnmower but but that was it um so 
I don't know, other than Tom Atkins entertaining the hell out of me. Um, <laughs> you know, he was super over the top um, in his character, but I don't know for everything else. It's like there, there was a lot of efforts made, but none of them quite hit other than the, um, I guess the nostalgia aspect of it, like it, or what do I want to say? Maybe not nostalgia, um, homaginess of it. Like the, just the total number of things that were in here that just make horror fans happy. Like all the, all of the references to different directors, like I said, or different, uh, actors like there, you, you, there were several references, you know, thrown in all over the place and that kind of stuff makes it entertaining, but but yeah, I don't know. Just as a whole, I don't feel like it quite committed enough to any one particular thing. Maybe that's just the mood I'm in tonight. I don't know. Oh, man. Well, yeah, I mean, it, well, let's see. I think I liked, yeah, you're right. Without the detective who was golden, um, you know, maybe I put you out of the mood by just shouting thrill me too much while we were watching that. I mean, you didn't shout it more than he did. Are you sure? Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I just kept thinking about shouting it all the time. Yeah, that's how you answer a phone. I've, I've learned something new from watching this movie. You just mm-hmm. And a door. Yeah, and a door. And a door. Um, but I mean, I think maybe one of the reasons I liked it is that that was kind of new to me, that character. So I thought that was really funny. Um, and kind of over the top, but I, the other, the other character I really liked was the, the roommate Mm, who was on crutches, but they took him out of the movie kind of early. I was hoping he was going to stay in the movie. I really liked how a lot of the dialogue was kind of snarky and irreverent. I typically really like that kind of stuff in movies. Yeah, that character did have a lot more charisma than the lead. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'm kind of with you that I would have thought he would have made a better hero for the end. Um, Or I I guess I would just have enjoyed seeing him be the hero at the end because, I don't know, I liked him. He's funny. He's charismatic. um, He's entertaining, whereas the the guy who does make it is is just kind of doofy the whole way through. Yep. And like, I don't know, I, I I guess as a nerd myself, like I'm going to root for the underdog, you know, and hope he gets the girl. But I still just never quite got on board with him or really believed it. Like I could see where she was happy that he saved her. But the, the moment where like she goes to his dorm and, you know, shows up and invites him to the formal and all that. I'm like, you know, I've been to college. That shit doesn't happen. Like, you know, the, <laughs> even if she is dating a total douchebag, like she knows that she's smoking hot and she's not going to just knock on the door of some. And be like, my boyfriend's being mean. Do you want to go to the formal with me? Like, uh, uh-uh, not, not buying it. <laughs> I, I was actually really hoping when she knocked on their dorm that she was going to ask for the the other roommate, the roommate on crutches. That's kind of what I was hoping for. But I guess it didn't, it didn't go that way out. Um, no. Because he was cool. But, yeah, I mean, I won't say it's my new favorite movie. I did really enjoy it. 
Um, you know, I I thought it was pretty funny though. Um, I kind of liked. Again, it was kind of you kind of knew what was going to happen, but then you kind of didn't. Like it played with your expectations a good bit, which I enjoyed. Especially, like for example, the scene where the drunk frat boy he sees the slug go under the uh, the bushes, and he's looking down. He's drunk, and then the dog comes over, and you're like, "Oh, good, the dog escaped from when the zombie broke through the floor." And uh, you know, I think you you laughed at me when they revealed that the dog was actually going to get full of zombie slugs, and uh, so that that sort of made me jump and was awful. <laughs> Same thing yeah, with the cat. I but. don't remember what what movie it was that we discussed this. Um, maybe it was Return of the Living Dead. But we've we've talked before about um, the idea of horror comedy and just whether that works and whether yep. you like it or not. And I don't remember where you landed on that. Like, obviously, you said you were in the mood for one tonight, so you don't hate it. But um, yeah. re- remind me or refresh the listeners who are now you know or who didn't listen to that episode like your stance like do you think horror comedy works do you think they should be separate like oh where, no where, where do you land i think i mean i think it works um it can work really well or but it can also work really like sort of come flat i think um i remember you said something that i thought kind of rang true to me in comedy, the it's all about the setup, right? So the way you build up a scene, you're sort of building up expectations and you're creating tension. And then the release is something that makes everybody laugh. So the release is sort of silly and, and weird, right? And in horror, it's kind of the same thing. The important thing, you build up a scene, um, you sort of play with expectations and then something happened. It's really awful. Right. So like in light of the living dead, there's the scene, like the beginning scene where the zombie first makes its appearance and, you know, the zombie attacks them and the scene could have gone two ways. It could have been really gruesome and awful. And the zombie could have like, ripped the person apart but instead what happened is they knocked the zombie over and the zombie's head like tried to bite the guy and it was futile and kind of funny so i i do think that they when done right a horror comedy is great because it really is it can do things that are unexpected and kind of creepy and also really funny yeah i in general, am not the biggest fan of horror comedy. Um, just because, you know, I like my horror to be serious. And it's like, I'm, I'm still one of those that when I sit down to watch a horror movie, my goal is to be, you know, scared. Um, although by the time I've seen, you know, hundreds upon hundreds of horror movies, that never happens anymore. But there, there's still something about like, I prefer the dark. I prefer the gritty. I prefer the, you know, the scary horror and comedy just kind of pulls me out of that a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the two exceptions to that 
and when I, I think the comedy works really well or when I am okay with the horror comedy is either um, A, when I want just like the homage or something that is here to make me laugh but is a movie you know by horror fans for horror fans. And I feel like those are the ones that do the best job at horror comedy, like um, Shaun of the Dead, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, you know, are, are great yeah. examples of ones where these movies were made by people who love horror, who understand horror and are making jokes at the expense of a genre that they, you know, absolutely, you know, idolize. Um, so then it's fun because I feel like I'm in on the joke because I've seen all the movies that they're referencing. I, I get the, um, you know, kind of what they're going for. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I think that's one of the ways that this movie worked is that it was playing with that in a way that if you've never seen a horror movie before, you're probably not going to find this movie too terribly funny, but because, you know, if you have, then you're, you're going to get all the references. Um, and then the other time a horror comedy works for me is if I'm just really in, you know, in, in a horror mood and, and I'm wanting to just, you know, watch everything horror I can find, but need a break from the scary. It's like, it's a way to get a comedy, but it's still themed, <laughs> you know, around the, the stuff I like. Yep. Um, so I, I do think it, it can work, but I, like I said, I'm not the biggest fan uh, I've got a couple handful of, of comedies, horror comedies that I, I really enjoy. But um, yeah, for the most part, I prefer, you know, one or the other. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of the same way. I guess tonight I, for whatever reason, was in the mood for a horror comedy. But typically my favorite movies are dark and creepy and involve monsters. Like I think probably one of, when I'm, one of my favorite movies is still The Descent. Because that's just such a super creepy, kind of horrifying movie. I also really like The Void, um, the 2016 version. Um, I don't know if there's another version of that, but, but yeah. So those are kind of my go-to scary movies. But for whatever reason, tonight I kind of wanted something kind of light but creepy, and this really it satisfied that craving, I guess. Good. So. I might have got into this movie, you know, really looking forward to something that was kind of silly and cheesy. So did this satisfy the monster movie that you were you're hoping to get? Uh, yeah, enough. I would say enough. I wouldn't say it. it a lot of time, like I think a lot of times they can be one or the other. So. Oh, I don't know, like if I compare this movie to Slither, right? Slither, I think, has a much kind of a it's much creepier than this, right? Is that scene, the barn scene, for instance, is like disgusting and also funny, but also really gross and disgusting. I think Slither has a more has a bigger budget going yeah. for it. So if it, it feels more polished in that regard. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I think Slither might have done the creepier better but it was also still really funny um and kind of played with some of the the tropes as you mentioned right like i don't know but yeah sorry i'm not being super coherent tonight 
Um, yeah, I, I mean, I thought it was creepy, but like the slugs for in general, brain slugs, that kind of stuff really skeeves me out. And uh, like, I think there were a few times when they came onto the scene and they went, Ooh, no. Oh, I love the sound effect that they make too. <laughs> oh, it's so awful. It's like, <laughs> um, yeah. And there's just something about the idea of like the exploding zombies that really like grosses me out. So that's kind of like kryptonite for me. You know, walking around and <laughs> exploding and having, you know, the infectious vector coming out. That's just disgusting to me. So. Okay, so this movie satisfied the horror comedy craving you had, satisfied yeah. the monster craving you had. Yeah. Did it satisfy the mustache craving you had, or did you know you had a mustache craving? Well, see, that's the thing. It was very interesting. I didn't realize that I had a mustache craving in this movie, one of the, I'm tempted to say drawbacks, but probably not. I don't know. Maybe I've got mustache in my brain now, but uh, yeah, I, I now realize that I had a mustache craving, but didn't know about it. Yeah. That, that's typically that how that was works. Great. That's, that's typically how that works. So that makes sense. <laughs> Like I said, I, I really do expect, you know, now when I call you on Skype or whatever we record these things on, for you to answer the call, you go, thrill me. So <laughs> I have no friends who will get that reference. So it's I can't do that to anybody. I don't. I, I think there are very few people out there at all who will get that reference. So you're you're probably OK. OK. Oh, yeah. Probably my favorite part of the movie is when. Uh, he fucking grabs a hairspray out of the hand of one of the sorority girls and lights it on fire with his cigarette. <laughs> For me, that was just, that was gold. That was the best. <laughs> and Tom Atkins, he's a resourceful son of a bitch. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah. I mean, I think this movie, I think you're right. It didn't, like... It, it could have picked something and done it all the way. And that would have been a little bit, that would have made it a little bit better. But I do think it's sort of ticked all the boxes that I was looking for. It was kind of like over the top and, and funny and creepy. So. So the, the director also intended, like I said before, um, his original idea was he wanted to do this whole thing in black and white. Do you think that would have worked? Do you think that would have been? Oh, no, no, no way. I, I really liked the way they did the beginning in black and white, but I don't know if it would have been as creepy or as funny. Might not have been as funny in black and white, I guess. Sometimes black and white makes things a little bit serious. So I think it could have worked depending on, what time period you set it in, but putting something in the eighties, black and yeah. white just doesn't work in the eighties to me. Like the eighties is too colorful. It's too vibrant. I, yeah, I like, think, I think something would be lost. Yeah. Like that kid's sweater. You would have seen the magic eye immediately. Yeah. I just, it's, 
I, I think that was a good choice to not do black yeah, and white in this case. Yeah, I don't think it would have been. I think you said it kind of right. The the 80s was super colorful. Not that I remember it. But uh, yeah, like those sweaters wouldn't have been half as hideous if it was all black and white. So yeah, would have missed out on that. But uh, yeah, so I mean, how was this movie received? Is, is it sort of received really well or? I don't remember at the time, you know, that was, I was too young to really be into horror in 80, what did I I say, 86 when this came out. Um, But, I mean, it's definitely a cult favorite now. Um, I I would say it's, you know, one of those, one of those movies that, you know, almost anybody who grew up watching horror in the 80s loves Night of the Creeps. It's it's a favorite. Um, I don't know that it's necessarily one of the first ones that makes it into conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I, I've only seen it a handful of times and I think every time it's been with other friends that are horror fans, but it, it was not the first movie that was pulled out, you know, or, or, you know, the first movie we watched. So it's, it's, I think, I think it's the kind of movie that if you mention it, like everybody's like, oh yeah, Night of the Creeps, I love it. But I don't feel like it's on the forefront of most people's brains. Yeah, I can sort of see that. The movie actually, like I left this really kind of wanting to rewatch Critters. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Critters I think was, was probably a, yeah, I guess maybe a better movie for sure. I really like Critters, but... uh, I don't know if I'd go that far. I I yeah. I enjoy Critters a lot. I mean, if you've listened to any of my podcasts, you you know that I'm gonna um, you know sing the praises of Critters at some point. Um, but it's a much cheaper, much cheesier, not as well made film by far. Um, you know, <clears throat> this movie is leaps and bounds i guess better in almost every regard oh man um, so and that's not to say anything negative about negative about critters i i do love critters but i just don't think that you can quite compare them in the same class okay but yeah i mean there, there's a similar vibe for sure at least the way it kind of starts you know you you got something up in space that um basically unleashes this threat on earth and the, the the difference being that in this one you don't really see the aliens show back up to kind of quote clean up their mess until essentially the end credits whereas with critters it's kind of more of a plot point so and and i think that was one of the potential drawbacks to this movie too is kind of like where i said it, it goes and tries to do a few too many things and doesn't really commit. Um, I feel like the plot jumps several different places throughout the film, like starting as this movie about aliens who, you know, one of them is stealing this canister of slugs. It, you know, flies out of the ship and lands on earth. Um, But then for the rest of the movie, you kind of forget that it's a space thing. Yeah. Um, 
then it just becomes a movie about slugs. But then at a certain point, it becomes a movie about zombies. And then, you know, it's it's kind of all over the place in terms of it's like, wait, what what are we supposed to be afraid of again? And it doesn't doesn't quite stick or commit to the type of movie it is. Um, but I think that's I think it's fine. I don't think that the, the plot really matters that much. But, yeah, it's. It, it does kind of shift from a monster movie to an or an alien movie to a monster movie to a zombie movie and a couple of different times like that. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I would have liked to see more of the aliens. I think they were funny looking. I think it was hilarious watching them have just speak in some alien language, but still it being subtitled, um, you know, and they're cursing and saying, you know, <laughs> subtitled swearing for some reason is hilarious to me yeah and for me the aliens had butt cracks i thought that was really funny too for some reason yeah they're very very weird looking yeah yeah i i think you know being a little more critical i i was super confused when the zombie came through the floor but Mm -hmm. to me didn't really make a lot of sense i don't really know why that happened so much yeah, I uh, agree because it's and kind of like I said, there's a few too many things going on because there was also the even in the beginning, it's like, well, is it the alien slug thing or is it the psycho killer? And then it turns out it's kind of both. But then when the one kid is in the cryo tube and he's brought back, like somehow then the body that's been buried under the floorboards like comes up as it is awake now too like yeah it's, it kind of jumps around a little bit and yep. maybe could have used an editor but yeah maybe but you know i think overall i still enjoyed it um but yeah i what did we watch before this we watched may right that was last episode yeah yeah. Very different movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I would probably pick May over over this movie, but I'm still happy that you put this on. I like I said, I really kinda it scratched the horror comedy itch that I had. So thought it was really funny. Didn't realize I had the mustache craving. Yeah. And it uh thrilled me. <laughs> All right. Well, um I think that about wraps up our discussion here on Night of the Creeps. So we'll be back in two weeks with uh, yet another movie to introduce Brian to. Um, In the meantime, if you've got some suggestions or ideas of other movies he could watch or have your own thoughts on Night of the Creeps or anything else we've watched, uh, you can find us on social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook at Fresh Brains Podcast. We can be emailed at freshbrainspodcast at gmail.com. And of course, if you've got a free minute, head over to iTunes and give us a review. uh, Help us get discovered by other listeners. Um, But yeah, I think um, we talked longer than I I expected that we would this time, but uh, had a good discussion. So um, I'm going to leave it at that and just say until next episode, I'm Scott. And I'm Brian. Uh, and just remember if, um, the slug zombies come out, just go straight for the lawnmower.